Hi, I'm Ashwin. Welcome to the Ashwin Palagat Show. The theme of our today's episode is era of content creators. So things that every content creators uh, today need to know all these things about. So for today's episode, we have a guest with us is Pranjal Pradhar, content creator at Ad Parody. So apart from that, he's also an influencer with over 60,000 LinkedIn followers. Hi, Pranjal. I'm privileged to have you here. How are you doing? Hi, hi, Ashwin. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, so thank you so much for inviting me to the show and uh, yeah i'm doing good fortunately i'm in the uh, touch wood you know everything you have to add touch wood i think uh, you know the times are uh, crazy but yeah i mean yeah. Uh, but, but things doing things like this you know the, just checking yourself and uh, doing productive things they are helping right so so yeah yes it's great. So I have just introduced you with your work and with your stuff. So can you introduce more about yourself to your audience? Yeah, 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 sure. So, um, sure. hey guys, again, although you know my name, but <laughs> I'm Pranjal. I'm a content creator at, at Parody, which is, uh, which is uh, you know, one of the popular pages on Instagram. Please check it out if you haven't. And, uh, but but on a, on a more formal level, I do, uh, I, I work as a content strategist. So I work for multiple brands. Uh, I my so essentially my day-to-day job is coming up with great ideas for marketing campaigns. So you can say I, I essentially just need to come up with ideas. So that's why I love doing what I do uh, because uh, and nobody really uh, questions my ideas. They encourage ideas, even some are good, some are bad, of course. But uh, it's more about that. So. Yeah, creating content, coming up with some out-of-the-box ideas on what a brand, something new that a brand can do. Uh, so this is what I do, you know, on a day-to-day basis. Great. So I got to know from your profile that uh, you are a MTech scholar with a biotechnology background. So what made you took the transition from a biotechnology PG holder to a content creator? I would say, I mean, uh, the thing was, I was always intrigued with content. Uh, really liked creating stuff and uh, especially video. Uh, I really loved making video content. I started when I was uh, in my first year of college only. Okay. So uh, so that I just loved it. But even before, I always liked doing creative stuff. So uh, I had a choice after my 12th. I had a choice of, I had a sort of, uh, had, a, had an intuition that I want to do a BMM probably. But, you know, because of how the, you know, you know, the, the Indian society, right, you know, the yeah. pressure and everything. So then I, I had to opt and I liked biology. That's why I opted for biotech. Um, but I think uh, three, four years into college, when, you know, in college, you get so much exposure, right, to so many things. Yeah. Uh, not just your subject, but to so many other things. You participate in a college fest and Udari, you get to see so many things that you've never seen before. You get to meet yeah. so many new people who are into so many other things. And you feel like, oh, I haven't discovered that. I haven't discovered this. I want to try this out too. Right? So I did. And that's where I realized, ki, you know, that, that intuition that I had before, that is much stronger now. And that is what I need to follow. So yeah. so even though I completed, I put my five years into this degree, I was, I was actually a good student as well. I passed out with a distinction. So on paper, okay. I was... I could have, I would have probably been uh, doing good in biotech also, but I would not, would not have enjoyed it like from my heart. So, so that's why I was like, you know, there's no point in regretting two years later or something. Uh, let's just start from now only. I, 
like I sort of made a mistake by uh, not picking BMM five years before, but now okay. okay, let's not do that mistake again. Let's start, uh, you know, from the from zero only. Let's start with content and marketing. So, so my first job I got in copywriting, which is in the you know the marketing and the media field. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's that's the story. It's it's a quintessential Indian story, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. sure so like every day like we have been witnessing number of content creators creating their impact so on social media on marketing and all that so what do you think the reason for increased demand for content creators is this um i think because creators now the, the modern age creator they don't just create like they know that they create with a lot of research uh, okay. it's almost as good a, you know you can almost call a creator an entrepreneur also. in a way yeah. not not saying they are like proper proper but uh, in a way because uh, not only are they researching uh, about you know what's new what's trending what's working uh, they then create it and they create everything right especially for example you take a video content creator like they write they shoot they edit which is essentially three different jobs right yeah. so they they are doing everything so uh, so that is there and then then the whole marketing and promoting he you know now have made it but now i need people to see this for you know because i mean for personal satisfaction for my page or whatever thing to grow correct on my company to grow if you are creating content for your company so uh, so it's just so many things together and that's why i feel there's an increased demand because companies realize that uh, they are i mean these you know like i would call today's creators like jack of all master of all you know yeah. so because True. so many things right doing so many things together so so that's why i think there is an increased demand because the upper level senior management they are realizing that uh, that you know these uh, today's creator knows so many things handles so many things and uh, has an overall knowledge of so many other departments that you would okay. usually individually hire for you would individually hire an editor you would indi- individually hire a writer but yeah. a proper content creator does all of these things together and they enjoy it it's not like they're compromising it's not like oh because someone is not there i'm editing no 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 they're enjoying they they also want to do the editing themselves because the idea it was their idea right so they'll do the yes. most justice to that editing so so i think yeah that's that that's why primarily Okay. So, can you share a bit about uh, the type of content that you create in all your social platforms, and also your primary source of content? Um, I so so I am most active on LinkedIn, like you, you know, you introduced. Yeah. Me. Yeah. So on LinkedIn, I am uh, I am very unfiltered. Uh, I don't. I mean, when I started, I was very. careful about what i was writing because you know with the perception we have or how about linkedin right it's a professional yeah. platform it's a yeah. formal platform right so i was also like that but eventually i realized ki uh, i have to be myself i have to be how i really am in life uh, otherwise people are not going to connect i'm just not going to be another guy on on the probably so uh, so that's why i just then dheere dheere i started putting in my own uh, spin into things um, you know i was for example i'm a bit uh, i'm a bit on the funny side of things right i create content okay. for uh, comedy pages so, so i'm a bit on the funny funnier side of things so that's why then i started putting those things and i started getting a response i saw that people yeah. do appreciate it 
you know if you are smart about it if your content has weight it's it's kind of intelligent not always but most of the times uh, then people do appreciate it yeah they are not like oh this is i mean some people are always going to say don't make linkedin the next thing and yeah it's always going to be there but but if you're nice i mean uh, if you're nice about it you're not disrespecting anyone uh, it's a very wholesome feeling when someone sees your content then it works so so linkedin pe i'm posting memes i'm writing as well linkedin pe you know text contents it's probably the one platform after twitter where text okay. content still work very well uh, especially long form twitter mein to you have your character limit right 240 characters or 280 So, um, but on LinkedIn you can write loads. So for someone yep. who really likes to go out and express themselves, LinkedIn is good, you know that. Way. So LinkedIn is yep. there. Twitter also. I'm trying to be more active. I'm not saying I'm 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 no influencer or anything on Twitter, but I'm more yep. I'm the most free with Twitter. In terms of I yep. can go and post anything there, anything without like on LinkedIn I have to be still a little careful. But yeah. on Twitter I can just go all out. <laughs> and on yeah. instagram i'm just you know i'm i'm just very very informal like at all uh, in terms of just my personal life i yeah. i am into music i'm into creating sort of funny videos like you know reels are booming on instagram right so i create yeah. those funny reels sometimes i put out music and uh, just personal photos so that's how it is so yeah. instagram maybe i'll take more seriously eventually But right now, I would say LinkedIn and Twitter, especially of course, LinkedIn is like my primary place of posting content. Yeah. Correct. So, like as a LinkedIn influencer, like you have some sort of responsibility because as you have uh, nearly 60k followers, so whatever the action that you do on your LinkedIn profile will really influence uh, in many set of people. So, how do you manage all these things? Did you plan like uh, what are the posts that I need to interact and all the stuff? Uh, I mean, before that or do you do go with the time or do you go with the situation yes yeah, i have to be careful now For example yeah. i'll give you I'll, i'll tell you i'll share a I'll share a share an anecdote um sure once so, so you know the, i mean people indirectly take uh, shots pot shots at you you know they, yeah. they try to yeah, i'm not saying insult but they do take some sort of you know digs at you at times So I was observing a few people who were uh, taking digs at me. I felt they were taking digs at me, and I am someone who usually reply, reply with like uh, you know bang or something like that. If this was Twitter, I would have replied like without thinking. Uh, so on LinkedIn, one day I was like, okay, uh, this is going too much, and I feel like I need, I want to reply, I want to reply. Okay. And then I felt okay if I do reply. what are going to be the what is going to be the impact of it what is going to be the consequences of it now the thing is i will reply i got my personal satisfaction of replying or you know and they will probably stop or something like that but then i realized that if i do that uh, you know the other 50 60 people or how many ever people comment on my post or whoever sees my post there is a chance that even they are going will get notified even they will then go and maybe you know be mean or rude to the uh, to those people You know, to whom I'm replying. So True. that is when I kind of realize the responsibility that I have in terms of being sensitive. Uh, even if someone takes pot shots at me, I have to kind of live with it now. If I was at five thousand followers, I would have replied, but I'm not. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I'm grateful for that. But that you know, with that comes a certain sense of responsibility that if I say something, 
you know, 10 people, 15 people, however, whatever the number is, it's not fluctuating, but someone will take it seriously, right? And I don't, yeah. at the end of the day, if one person is uh, spreading a bit of, I don't want to call it negativity, but some sort of, you know, yeah, uh, like, a, like a tension, uh, I'd, you, I don't want to amplify it further. You know, if I okay. don't respond, that, that tension will anyways, anyways get cut, cut off. Right. But yeah. if I reply and then 10 more people add to it, the tension will just amplify. So it's better, you know, you just stay away from all this. So I think this is one uh, time I realized the responsibility that there is. It's not a huge responsibility, but I mean, you just, you don't, you don't take names as such. Uh, you don't, there are just basic things that you don't do uh, as simple as that. And be uh, not too harsh about things and, you know, basic things. Yeah? It's not that big of a thing. So, so yeah. True. Sure. So, like, I got to know from your profile that you are also a meme marketer, and you mentioned earlier. So, what what actually this meme marketing is, and how it's it is different from, uh, I mean, a traditional way of marketing. Yeah. So I'll explain. Um, uh, so OTT platforms, you know, right? All these hotstar and Netflix yeah. and uh, you know, Prime Video, whatever. Um, so, uh, so no, there is this debate, right? Key OTT and uh, theater, correct? Yeah. Uh, what is the future? Now, how would you? Um, so when uh, when people were going to theaters, how would people measure success? How would they do it? Like uh, box office, correct? Box, yeah. Box office yeah. collection. People used to talk, you know. And of course, word of mouth is there. What's the general review of people, right? That is also there. There's critics also. How many rating it this got? But Overall, it was always the box office collection. Okay, this much yep. first day collection, this is it. But for how can you how can you measure that for OTT? You cannot, like because you yeah. don't know. There is no collection. There is nothing. Uh, yeah. Only metric might be uh, first day viewers or something like that. But even that is like I mean, I don't believe in it. Honestly. So uh, so in these cases, uh, and for how do you really understand if a if a if a show? Uh, that's released a new show that's released on OTT is doing good. You, you, you don't you think the, the, the more memes you see on a particular yeah. show, you, you get that feeling. Oh, oh my God! Everyone is talking about that this film. Oh my God! Memes ban rahe This and this is happening. There is this interview. There's so many things. Especially the memes. You open and you see. You know, you see Mirzapur. I'm, I'm sure you have heard of that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you open Instagram and everywhere, everywhere there is memes on Mirzapur and uh, something, some dialogue from the characters, right? Everyone yep. is using those memes and talking about it. So, so that's when you realize, oh, this show is doing good. This show is hit. You know, it's a hit. Now the thing is, yep. so that's where meme marketing comes in. So essentially, an agency which does meme marketing, which specializes in meme marketing is hired by one of these OTT companies to do the meme marketing for them to identify what piece of what piece of what scene from a particular episode can be a meme can be a meme template how they call it right okay this dialogue can be a meme template and this once this template you know one if for example one big popular instagram creator once they make a meme on it, then everyone is every all the other small creators also want to use it, uh, yeah. right? So that's how it amplifies. That's how like all the normal people also like me and you, hum, you know, when we start creating uh, memes and everything, right? Because we want to be yeah. a part of it. So that's how it 
that's how it is you know that's how it is it's, it's, it's essentially it's about awareness it's not it's different from traditional marketing in terms of you are not running paid ads you're not running you're not sending people to a landing page and you know you're not tracking conversions you don't have a facebook pixel if you're running facebook ads those things are not there it's more from a awareness point of view right where conversion is you cannot measure conversion really so i mean you can call it a drawback you can call it an advantage it can swing both ways depending on uh, who you're marketing for Um, but yeah that's it it's, it's more about awareness it's more about getting people to talk about your yeah. brand right because suddenly people are seeing memes and they want to participate in it they want to be a part of this whole movement right almost so uh, so that's it's essentially to get people talking because memes are a language they are yeah. not just a piece of uh, photo or jpeg as of this moment right they are they are an emotion they are a means of language i mean people are more people are reluctant to say hi but they're not reluctant to send a meme right yes they feel more awkward right some you, you talk to a stranger are you more comfortable saying hi or are you more comfortable just sending a meme direct sending a meme yeah sending so it's, it's, that's the thing yeah that's the thing so so essentially it's, yeah yeah so i hope that answers meme yeah memes are the real influencers here <laughs> yeah so like while while coming to content creation part so I, like I, even i know like it's not easy being a content creator because it takes a lot of effort uh, we need to manage multiple things and all this stuff so what do you think are the general myths of content creation that people who are not content creators will be thinking of um myths is big, uh, one of the, one of the myths is always you know viral content virality uh, yeah. and uh, i think i would say i mean once if you go viral that doesn't yeah. mean that you know you are you are when you have arrived or something that's no i use honestly you just have to keep creating keep creating and i'll tell you i'll i'll, I'll actually paint a very real picture of what it the graph of a creator so when you start okay. you are excited right you have so much energy and enthusiasm i want to start this so when i am starting a podcast you're starting a youtube channel is you're going to be regular on uh, you know instagram or linkedin or twitter whatever it is uh, you know you're full of energy uh, you start sharing you 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 announce to all your friend circle on whatsapp and groups that hey guys and i just created my twitter account instagram page right please follow please support and initially your friends will follow they will follow they'll support right uh, but then like after maybe 15 days uh, then you know you suddenly start getting maybe first post you get 100 likes you know because all your friends supported you know they also like oh this guy yeah. is doing something new let's support let, let's like right but then 10 days later 15 days later they'll get bored of it like how much can we every day we can come and like 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 whatever correct so because they yeah. never did it naturally right they did it because they are friends and they want to be nice to you they want to support you and that's something i realized that you know when i used to start things and 15 days later when my friends did not like or this anymore i used to be stuff them you like why aren't you supporting me you know you're supposed to be my friend but i think now in the past year i've realized that they were never naturally drawn to this right True. they did not discover me so so i mean same has same has happened with me also someone some friend of mine has started something of course i followed their page i uh, you know liked their everything but but then few days later you know un, like internally only that feeling wasn't there 
you know that i was like maybe it's their content quality maybe whatever it is maybe you know for example if someone if tomorrow your friend uh, starts a podcast yeah. you will support them you will listen for a few days but internally if you're not a fan of podcasts how will you support them through and through no so it's True. all it's actually about going and finding those people who like podcasts and it might not be your friend it might not be anyone in your friend circle right so yeah. uh, so that's the journey right? you start on a high everyone supports you and then slowly it actually goes down it has go, it has to go down almost and that's when i that that, that graph so it, it starts like this it goes down right and then when it goes down that's where most people leave that's where most people are like okay i don't think this is going to work out nobody supporting me the likes have stopped coming in i saw used to see 100 likes now i see 10 or 20 right so that's where most people leave that's where i have also left uh, you know previously i have made the same mistake myself but then if you really just like if you don't stop there if you don't stop if you just keep creating because you love doing what you do and then i have seen people then the, the then the graph again starts going up and then and when this when this second second time it starts going up that's where you find people who you don't know who are strangers but they like you they support you and they like what you're doing they like what yes. for example right so it's essentially about finding those people and that will only happen if you keep creating now if you stop then your nothing is happening so it doesn't go so, so so you know virality and that success and this is it's very diluted i mean uh, and and it's not as easy as me saying this when you're in that spot when it goes down you actually feel like you know why am i doing this what and this there are a lot of questions i have i have myself uh, you know stopped but uh, but yeah i mean thankfully with linkedin uh, i didn't stop i had also my fair share of drops on linkedin but i did not okay. stop Uh, and that was majorly why my mindset changed so now when i start something i am not going to stop because if my mindset has had a shift you know that yeah. just, i mean if you if you are doing what you really love doing not for subscribers not for views not for anything but you just love doing it as simple as that even if no one was listening you would do it as simple as that then just keep doing it as simple as that and then you know eventually things will happen it's it's a, it's totally a consistency game it's about a, it's a long term game it's like stock market it's like share market True. right ki uh, you know you get a high when you get your first maybe profits okay and then uh, you will like oh, oh i know stock market i know share market i'm a financial expert right now and then when you know the market crashes or something you panic buy you panic sell probably and you suffer yeah. a loss but then those who don't panic they know that oh market crash will always happen but market will also go up right yeah. so they don't panic and then they wait they wait and then they reap the benefits later on so content journey is exactly like this almost very very similar to you know like like true so like like even i faced all these things so i mean i'm a content creator uh, doing doing content since uh, more than 2 years now so initially like i get support like as you said but in the middle like i got uh, i mean very less number of views and all the stuff so still i'm i'm not uh, i grown a content creator but still like what i believe is a consistency really helps us to grow so maybe some videos 
of me like will go high and some videos will get hardly 100 views so but yeah the point that you said like consistency will always matter so i i really i mean can consider that yeah so like one one other factor for content creators um, i mean in order to make them successful is authenticity so what do you think authenticity play in order to become a successful content creator uh, yeah so i mean uh, like i told you in my linkedin journey i started playing safe right? and uh, but then i realized that not only am i not having fun but people are not really getting to know me and i'm not satisfied uh that's this is not how i am i'm playing it safe i'm not being someone uh, i'm not being weird so that's when uh, that's when i took a chance it's scary it's scary trust me it's scary to be authentic you know it's it's very yeah. nice to say it's very nice uh, quote to you know have or something that be authentic but it's scary to be authentic on social media because social media is not always a positive place there are people who will say negative things about you Who will judge you? All these things are there, so it's scary to be authentic. But if you can get past the fear, then there's a high chance that people will, you know, connect with you. Because nobody's perfect. No, I'm I'm not perfect. My audience is not perfect. Uh, but whatever we lack, something maybe I have that they want, and maybe something they have that I want, that I lack, right? And that's how people connect. I see some quality in you, and I want to have it. Right, so that's how we connect. So, yeah. so that's how an audience connects with a certain individual. So, um, you know, so that's how that that's what I did, and that's how it helped me. So that's how, that's why authenticity is is so important. That uh, that's why you know, like music, you don't uh, do you do you like the perfect singer who does not hit any wrong note? No, it doesn't matter. No. You you connect yeah. with singers. Who's you know you connect with songs whose lyrics you remember by heart, who make you singers who make you feel something right that what they are singing those words you feel it you know it by heart. Do you care about Sur Tal and all when you listen no. to your favorite songs? No, correct. So yeah, they're authentic. Their voice is authentic. The way they sing is authentic. You know those lyrics are authentic. So so that's why authenticity is so important. It's how people connect as simple as that. so your advice to aspiring content creators so who want to make their mark um it's so weird i'm giving advice <laughs> because you know because i'll tell you the funny thing we are all you know uh, how uh, people uh, people are uh, people ask and people ask elon musk people ask jeff bezos a question i'm not i mean no way comparing myself to them i'm just saying but the truth is even they are figuring out things themselves You know, yeah. so this whole uh, this whole thing of oh they are successful and you know everything and they have figured everything out. It's not true. We are all figuring things out, right? So I think this could be an advice in a way that uh, that when you look at others, don't feel that they are complete and they are all sorted and they are this right. We are all figuring things out. So we are actually in this together. If you are on this journey of creating content, you love what you do. Then you'll constantly figure things out. You're never going to stop, sit, and feel like, oh, I know everything. I'm, I have reached. You have not reached anywhere. You will never reach anywhere, and that is what will keep you going. So, uh, so that's why. I mean, yeah. I think this has this. This is only the. <laughs> oh, great. So yeah, thanks, Pranjal. Like we have got some. 
I mean, very useful information. So personally, even I got benefit uh, out of your interview. So thank you so much. I hope like it helps everyone who is watching this uh, interview. So uh, once again, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, yeah. your, uh, can, you, can you say it again? I mean, your audio cut. cut. Oh. Okay, okay. Like, uh, I'm just thanking you. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, thank you so much for having me. I love talking to you. And I, yeah. love, I love doing this because I never read this as, you know, formal things and everything. Uh, yeah. I just love talking to people. So thank you for having me. And I hope that the viewers will, uh, you know, get any kind of value from this. And of course, they can uh, message or ping me anywhere if they have any kind of doubts they want to collect. Sure. Want to sure. Out. I'm always open to that. So yeah, thank sure. you for having me. And, uh, sure. Like I will add your LinkedIn profile in the description so that uh, viewers can find yeah. you on LinkedIn. And <laughs> yeah, thank you everyone for watching this. Uh, hope awesome. it helps you. So please share this in your network so that others can uh, get benefit out of it. Thank you.